Welcome to Let Go, Lean In, my podcast designed with transformational leaders like you in mind. I'm Lise Lewis, your transformational leadership coach. In each episode, you'll find help growing awareness of your mindset as a leader, be equipped with a tool to let go of unrealistic expectations and self-limiting beliefs that get in the way of your one precious life. My goal is for you to thrive as you lean in toward the leadership call God has put on your life. Join me and other leaders as we let go and lean in together. Well, welcome again to Let Go Lean In podcast. I'm excited today to share with you the ins and outs of the type three of the Enneagram. And boy, are there some amazing leadership qualities in this particular core type. In fact, the name that is ascribed to the Enneagram three is the competitive achiever. And their main value is competency. So you can just imagine what a type three as a leader might be. And if you are a type three, then you're also going to hear some of the pain points that you try to hide. Because here's the thing about the type three. They put on a feeling good mask and hide from their own feelings. The blind spot of a type three is the avoidance of failure. They are the ones who want to get the blue ribbon and the gold star and the trophy at all costs. And usually the cost is their own health. These guys, type three folks, are the original type A personality who is focused, pragmatic, no-nonsense, get it done. The challenge for a type three is to connect with themselves and with others in the process of achieving. Because if anybody is going to be tempted to say, I don't need to bother with the rest of everybody, I'll just get it done myself. They're the person in a group project that will take it all on and forget to delegate or avoid delegation because they don't want to risk the project not turning out just right. Now, that may sound a little bit like the type one, the the reformer, the perfectionist, and there are some similarities, but the difference is the motive. A type one wants to do it right because that is the right thing to do. A type three wants to do it right so they can look good. In fact, this sounds very shallow, but this is often a saying about a type three. They're going to achieve all the things and they're going to look good doing it. In a group setting, you will find a type three showing up with if a female with the perfect outfit, the perfect makeup, the right kind of uh, briefcase cover for their laptop, all those things, they look put together. And they're 100% competent, at least 
on the outside. Again, their greatest fear is failure. And so if they have uncertainty, they're going to mask that in any given situation so that they appear competent. So what are some of the things that make up the Enneagram model within a type three? Well, we're going to talk today about triads, which affect all of the nine Enneagram types, but we're going to look at the triads from the three perspective. I'll also talk about the lines that the three has, the connection to six and nine, and their wings, and then also what the leadership, the idealized leadership of a type three can sound like. So let's talk about the triads because there are many within the Enneagram. There are the centers of expression, which are the head type, the heart type, and the body type. And the three, the type three, is found right in the center of the heart type. Now, you might think that, wow, right in the center, two, three, and four, they must be big feelers. Well, they are, except they hide their feelings because feelings are not efficient. Feelings can get messy. Feelings can get in the way of getting things done. So a three is often the one who represses their emotions and has a very difficult time connecting with them. In the language of some teachers of the Enneagram, a type three is contraindicated. They have big feelings, but they hide their feelings. So there's that, that internal conflict, if you will, internal and external, because they don't demonstrate their feelings. One of the other triads is a social style. And that means how do you move through the world to get what you want, basically. And interestingly enough, a type three has a superpower of being able to read the room and see who holds the power and influence in a social setting. And then they go and ingratiate themselves to that type, that individual, and show up as a very competent and assertive individual. And that's their social style. They're in the assertive uh, triad. Now, the interesting thing is that doesn't mean that they're bossy necessarily. It means that they're willing to put themselves out there. Not every one of the core types in the Enneagram is willing to put themselves out there. A three is one of those, as is a seven and an eight. We can talk more about triads as we go along, but the social style for the type three is assertive. They want people to know that they are goal-oriented, they have a plan, and they can meet that goal. So you can hear how a type three as a leader might bring a lot of value to a team and an organization. There's another type of triad built within the Enneagram, and it's called the conflict style. For a type three, they're in the competency triad. And their focus 
is to be competent at what they do, to do things efficiently, to set aside their feelings, as I mentioned earlier, in order to achieve. Because feelings can get in the way. They can slow things down and they can take us off course. So a type three is the one who can like box up those feelings and push them down and act like they don't have them at all. Now, unfortunately, a lot of type threes actually struggle with heart condition, physical heart condition, because they swallow their emotions and it can bring so much hypertension into their bodies that they end up having stress-related health issues. So if you're a type three, this is definitely an area that you want to pay attention to in order to learn how to like open the Tupperware lid of pressure so that you don't have to hide all of your emotions inside. The lines that the three has are two a six and two a nine. In fact, if you are familiar with the Enneagram model, the three, six, and nine make up the equilateral triangle that's right at the center of the Enneagram itself. So when a three is going to be in release or relaxing, they go toward a six. And of course, in future episodes, we'll learn specifically about a six, but I'll tell you this, that when a three goes to the six as a leader, they are putting their team first instead of their needs first. And so that is a relaxing of the three's perspective about goals at all cost. So it's a growth point for a three to be able to release and put the team's needs above their own. When a three accesses their line to nine, that's when it's a stretch. It's not an easy thing for them to do. And the thing that is not easy for them to do is to collaborate. They're really good at just taking on what needs to be done, going out and executing on it. But as a leader, we know that the best leaders delegate and develop. They delegate aspects to their teammates. They help develop their teammates so that they are growing in their own leadership styles. So for a three to learn from the nine they're going to develop collaboration. Now, a three has two wings, just like every one of the Enneagram types, and it's a four and a two. So we've heard about the two, and we haven't yet heard about the four, but let me just give you some highlights of a three with a wing two. This is their lower expression without growth and development. They lose themselves in their work and adapt themselves to whatever others want or need from them. Instead of being true to themselves, they put energy into the expectations of others. More 
outer-directed seeking others' approval instead of staying the course and being true to themselves. That's a three wing two in its lower expression, not the, the highest value of a two. Now here's a three wing four with the same perspective. A three with a four wing becomes moody. They're not used to getting their inner self uh, attention. And so they are awkward with their emotions. They get involved in intense and short-lived relationships, whether it's friendship or romantic relationship. And they're more introverted and remote. And again, those are the lower expression of a type four. That's not the, the typical or higher expression of either the two or the three. and Or the four, rather. The three in growth is going to look at what are the best aspects of a two. They are considering other people's needs. They are paying attention to the needs of their team. They're looking to develop their people. As I mentioned earlier, that's what a true leader is, especially a transformational leader, is focused on, is the developing of their people for the team's success not an individual's success. So it's growth for a core type three to be able to consider what other people might need to succeed. For a three to take on the higher parts of their wing four, they're going to be looking to their creative expression. They're going to pay attention to emotion for the purpose, not of manipulation or to be stuck in their emotion, but as energy, recognizing that emotion can bring joy and enthusiasm and fulfillment. So a three accessing their wings and learning to lean on their wings of their two and their four is really going to allow the three to do what we each need to do is to fly, is to soar, is to be fully integrated in who we are. The other thing I wanted to share with you specifically is what is a three in leadership look like when they are integrated, when they are accessing their emotions, when they're paying attention to the needs of others, they're still focused on the goals, but what does it sound like in a leadership situation around decision-making specifically? And right now I'm sharing from the how and why taking care of business with the Enneagram by Carl Heibenstreit. I had a chance to meet him at a conference uh, a few years back and he has done great work. And so I'll make sure that his book is listed in the show notes for this episode. But some of the things that he's identified is a set of questions that a type three leader might make in, or might pose rather, in decision-making. So is it timely or efficient? That lines up with the core type three because of efficiency, right? But now we're talking about decision-making for an organization, for a team. Can we afford it? Is it within the budget? Does it fit with the project timeline? 
Will it contribute to the goal? Will it enhance our image and reputation? Those are the kinds of questions you might hear a type three Enneagram asking as a leader. Now, if you are identifying as a type three, there is so much that you have to offer the world. It is true of all the core types. You see things and pay attention to things that others of us don't see or attend to. You also have some challenges that others of us don't have. And so my hope for you as you continue to learn about the Enneagram and where you are in the model is that learning about your propensities and your strengths will give you the impetus to continue to grow in your leadership. Thanks so much for being here. And as always, check out the show notes for resources that can support your learning. Thanks so much for taking time to be with me today. If you enjoyed today's podcast, please head over to iTunes and like, subscribe, and leave a review. I know this sounds like a shameless plug, but honestly, your actions on iTunes are the best way other leaders like yourself will find this podcast. I really appreciate it. I would also love to hear your thoughts about the podcast. Let me know what you learned or what you'd like to learn next. I'd like to invite you to go to letgoleaninpodcast.com and sign up for the newsletter there. Where it says learn more, you can sign up to get a monthly newsletter that I share just the information from each of the episodes that you might not have had the opportunity to go back and check out the show notes. There'll be the highlights, the links, and other pieces of information that are pertinent to the podcast, as well as go over to Instagram and follow Let Go Lean In podcast over there, because I am starting to use that more frequently as a way to help you as a leader get to see some encouraging graphics and have a few posts each week to encourage you in your leadership. So again, Thank you for going over to uh, Apple Podcasts and liking and subscribing and reviewing this podcast, as well as signing up for the once a month at the end of the month resource recap newsletter for Let Go Lean In Podcast. See you next time.